0: Chapter Twelve of Davy and the Goblin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Davy and the Goblin by Charles E. Carroll. Chapter Twelve A Whale in a Waistcoat. Davy rushed up to the clock. And pulling open the little door in the front of it looked inside to his great disappointment the goblin had again disappeared and there was a smooth round hole running down into the sand as though he had gone directly through the beach he was listening at this hole in the hope of hearing from the goblin when a voice said I suppose that's what they call going into the interior of the country and looking up he saw the hole-keeper sitting on a little mound in the sand with his great book in his lap The little man had evidently been having a hard time since Davy had seen him His complexion had quite lost its beautiful transparency and his jaunty little paper tunic was sadly rumpled and Moreover he had lost his cocked hat all this however had not at all disturbed his complacent conceit he was, if anything, more pompous than ever. "'How did you get here?' asked Davy, in astonishment. "'I'm banished,' said the hole-keeper, cheerfully. "'That's better than being boiled any day. "'Did you give Robinson my letter?' "'Yes, I did,' said Davy, as they walked along the beach together. "'But I got it very wet coming here.' "'That was quite right,' said the hole-keeper. "'There's nothing so tiresome as a dry letter.' "'Well, I suppose Robinson is expecting me by this time, isn't he?' "'I don't know, I'm sure,' said Davy. "'He didn't say that he was expecting you.' "'He must be,' said the keeper positively. "'I never even mentioned it in my letter, "'so of course he'll know I'm coming. "'By the way,' he added, hurriedly opening his book "'and staring anxiously at one of the blank pages, "'there isn't a word in here about billy-weasels. "'This place must be full of them. What are they? asked Davy. They're great pink birds without any feathers on them, replied the hole keeper solemnly. And they're particularly fond of sugar. That's the worst thing about them. I don't think there's anything very wicked in that, said Davy. Oh, of course you don't, said the hole keeper fretfully. But you see, I haven't any trousers on, and I don't fancy having a lot of strange billy weasels nibbling at my legs. In fact, if you don't mind, I'd like to run away from here. Very well, said Davy, who was himself beginning to feel rather nervous about the billy weasels, and accordingly he and the hole keeper started off along the beach as fast as they could run. Presently the hole keeper stopped short and said faintly, It strikes me the sun is very hot here. The sun certainly was very hot, and Davy looking at the hole keeper as he said this, saw that his face was gradually and very curiously losing its expression, and that his nose had almost entirely disappeared. "'What's the matter?' inquired Davy anxiously. "'The matter is that I'm going back into the raw material,' said the hole-keeper, dropping his book and sitting down helplessly in the sand. "'See here, Frinkles,' he continued, beginning to speak very thickly, wrap me up in my shirt and mark the package distinctly take off sherquigley and davy had just time to pull the poor creature's shirt over his head and spread it quickly on the beach when the hole keeper fell down rolled over upon the garment and bubbling once or twice as if he were boiling melted away into a compact lump of brown sugar davy was deeply affected by this sad incident and though he had never really liked the hole-keeper, he could hardly keep back his tears as he wrapped up the lump in the paper shirt and laid it carefully on the big book. In fact, he was so disturbed in his mind that he was on the point of going away without marking the package when, looking over his shoulder, he suddenly caught sight of the cockalorum standing close beside him, carefully holding an inkstand with a pen in it in one of his claws. Oh, thank you very much, said Davy, taking the pen and dipping it in the ink. And will you please tell me his name? The cockalorum, who still had his head done up in flannel and was looking rather ill, paused for a moment to reflect and then murmured, Mark him confectionery. This struck Davy as being a very happy idea, and he accordingly printed confectionery on the package in his very best manner. The cockalorum, with his head turned critically on one side carefully inspected the marking and then after earnestly gazing for a moment at the inkstand Gravely drank the rest of the ink and offered the empty inkstand to Davy I don't want it. Thank you said Davy stepping back no more do I murmured the cockalorum, and Tossing the inkstand into the sea flew away in his usual clumsy fashion davy after a last mournful look at the package of brown sugar turned away and was setting off along the beach again when he heard a gurgling sound coming from behind a great hammock of sand and peeping cautiously around one end of it he was startled at seeing an enormous whale lying stretched out on the sand basking in the sun and lazily fanning himself with the flukes of his tail the great creature had on a huge white garment buttoned up in front with a lot of live seals flopping and wriggling at one of the buttonholes and with a great chain cable leading from them to a pocket at one side before davy could retreat the whale caught sight of him and called out in a tremendous voice how d'ye do bub i'm pretty well i thank you said davy with his usual politeness to man and beast how are you sir hearty thundered the whale never felt better in all my life but it's rather warm lying here in the sun why don't you take off your here davy stopped not knowing exactly what it was the whale had on waistcoat said the whale condescendingly it's a canvas back duck waistcoat the front of it is made of wild duck you see and the back of it out of the foretop sail of a brig i've heard they always have watches on board of ships but I couldn't find any on this one so I had to satisfy myself with a bit of chain cable by way of a watch guard I think this bunch of seals rather sets it off don't you Yes, rather said Davy doubtfully only they slobber so ah That reminds me that it's wash day said the whale and here He spouted a great stream of water out of the top of his head and let it run down in a little cascade all over the front of his waistcoat the seals seemed to enjoy this amazingly, and flopped about in an ecstasy. "'What do whales eat?' said Davy, who thought it was a good time for picking up a little information. "'Wariest whales wants wariest weans,' replied the whale. "'That's an old seesaw, you know. For my part, I'm particularly fond of small boys.' "'I don't think that is a very nice taste,' said Davy, beginning to feel very uneasy. "'Oh, don't be frightened,' bellowed the whale, good-naturedly. I don't mean live boys. I mean the little red things that float about in the water. Some of them have lights on, and them are particularly nice and crisp. "'Is it nice being a whale?' said Davy, who was anxious to change the subject. "'Famous!' said the whale, with an affable roar. "'Great fun, I assure you. We have fish balls every night, you know.' "'Fish balls at night?' exclaimed Davy. "'Why, we always have ours for breakfast.' nonsense thundered the whale with a laugh that made the beach quake i don't mean anything to eat i mean dancing parties and do you dance said davy thinking that if he did it must be a very extraordinary performance dance said the whale with a reverberating chuckle bless you i'm as nimble as a sixpence by the way i'll show you the advantage of having a bit of whalebone in one's composition and with these words the whale curled himself up then flattened out suddenly with a tremendous flop and Shooting through the air like a flying elephant Disappeared with a great splash in the sea Davy stood anxiously watching the spot where he went down in the hope that he would come up again But he soon discovered that the whale had gone for good the sea was violently tossed about for a few moments and then began circling out into great rings around the spot where the whale had gone down These soon disappeared however, and the water resumed its lazy ebb and flow upon the shore And Davy feeling quite lonesome and deserted sat down on the sand and gazed mournfully out upon the sea End of chapter 12